Welcome to my podcast. My name is Nola Baker, and my guest is Nocturi Caruso, and today I'm interviewing them on the furry fandom. I'll let Nocturi introduce themselves for a minute, and then we'll move on to the questions. Hi, my name is Noc. I'm a student on campus. I'm a nutrition and dietetics major. Um, I am 20 years old, and I'm from Massachusetts. What was your intro to the fandom? When I was 11, I got really obsessed with My Little Pony because my sister was the one who was predominantly in charge of the media in the household. She was going to be my younger sister. And I'd watch Barbie with her and stuff like that. And that evolved eventually to watching My Little Pony with her. And, you know, the internet was being a thing. And I was kind of given unrestricted internet access at the time. So I kind of went wild with it. I got to explore what the fandom was and how the community worked. And eventually... Um, the, the My Little Pony fandom itself dissolved basically in on itself because of hate and all that stuff and I kind of got introduced by the time I was 13 to being a furry and I realized I liked that so I started talking to other furries online. Okay, okay. And what's your fursona and why did you pick it? It was an opossum for a while but now it's an opossum goat hybrid because I wanted to include some like elements that weren't just opossum in it. Um, I picked it because a lot of opossum furries and a lot of the ones I know are um, kind of in the similar interest to me, kind of like that punky style of like hating the world because that's how I am. And I'm very like grungy, I would say. I've kind of beefed with myself and I don't really have a lot of self-love. So that's kind of the, the vibe that comes with being an opossum furry. Um, and then I added the goat elements because I wanted like the demon, the demonic elements from it and to have, you know, the, like the kind of edginess that comes with that. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. And do you know how the fandom has affected you as a person? I would say that overall the fandom's affected me a lot uh, since I've been in it since I was tactically 11. It's basically shaped who I am as a person. Almost all my friends are furries. I've been in furry servers like on Discord and on Minecraft for mo- the majority of my life now. I've, you know, got a lot of opportunities too from it. I got to interview people who were high up in the furry fandom back when I was doing journalism as my major because I had connections and stuff in the furry fandom. It's given me a lot of opportunities to have experiences and stuff like that I normally wouldn't have. And it's really interesting to see that. And what about your identity? It helped me figure out that I was non-binary. Around 15 or 16, I met someone online who was about 18 or 19 who went by the name Rue. And they kind of introduced me to like what being non-binary was and what genderqueer was. And I was like, oh, I identify with this. And I started going by Nocturne around that time. So I kind of chose that as my name because it had been my like online handle for a while. One of my online friends had called me it. And obviously I was like very comfortable with that very quickly because I had already accepted being gay and stuff like that. And it was kind of weird because I went from, oh, basically within a year from being like just this very like cis kind of not out liberally gay person who was out to a lot of people but just wasn't you know like visibly gay to being visibly gay visibly genderqueer and very open about it and very open about my experiences with it and i would gladly talk about like anyone with it you know my last three years of high school i was mainly focusing on lgbtq studies because of how massachusetts works you kind of get to pick a lot of what you talk about in your education like when you do papers or you do projects so i would talk about like oh, um, here's the history of gender nonconformity in the U.S. and how a lot of it's affected, like, uh, modern evangelicalism. Or here's, you know, some history about, like, I, I like being a furry 
and how the furry fandom one of the essays i got to write about too where i got to interview a furry who's been in fandom for like 20 years was about how like same-sex attraction has affected the fandom he runs a few of the conventions that happen like for furries and stuff like that and i got to interview him for a project because it was nice to talk to him and it was he was like around 40 or 50 at the time so he's very aged and a lot of the like the knowledge he shared me was kind of cool he talked about how in the early days back in the 2000s that's not even the early days that's like the mid-century of the furry fandom it was very stressful because uh conventions would get shut down regularly because they were lab- a lot of them were labeled as like zoo files which they're not or uh, pedophiles or sexual perverts, and hotels, which most of the hotel industry is run by very conservative, very traditionalist people, but didn't like that. And now we're in the era of a lot of these businesses are accepting of furries for the like money and stuff like that, obviously. And it's kind of crazy because it's giving me a lot of opportunities. I also got to meet my current boyfriend who I've been dating for about two and a half years. We actually met on a Minecraft server at the beginning of the pandemic, so that was really nice. Okay, yeah, you mentioned the Minecraft server. Is that your most recent interaction with the fandom publicly? Yeah, it is. I actually was like an admin on the server uh, from basically around March of 2020 until October, and I met basically all my friends that I have currently there. Or have met adjacent from there uh, me and my boyfriend met there and we're you know two and a half years now we started dating in November of 2020 so about a month after I quit it was interesting you know being involved in such a public appearance of that you know that's such a large like sector of the fandom is gaming and stuff like that so I got to interact with a lot of people that I really didn't want to talk about and a lot of people I really enjoy and I still talk to. Some of them are like family to me now. You know, I've met some of them in person. Uh, one specifically is from New Jersey and I got to meet him last year and he's an aviation major and he's really cool. Um, he's like oh, my, yeah, my little brother uh, at this point. I love him to death. Uh, I've also met one from Canada who is the server owner and he claims he's not a furry, but he clearly is, and he's great. He's an IT person out of prison right now. You know, me and him talked about like programming and stuff like that, and how um, the like modern industry of tech has started. We talk a lot about tech, and we'll like ask each other like, programming questions, stuff like that. He'll ask for me, ask for advice when he needs it, because he still runs a Minecraft server. I don't publicly play Minecraft anymore. I'll, I am on private server with my friends, because you know. Everyone plays Minecraft nowadays, but specifically I'm kind of down being publicly like available. It was kind of exhausting. I got kind of like addicted to the fandom in a sense. I would, you know, constantly want to be online and moderate and like talk to people and make friends and meet people. And it got to the point where I was just exhausting myself. I think there's a side of the fandom people kind of ignore uh, where furries can get like over obsessed with the fandom and spend like their whole lives on it. I, I met people who would quit their jobs just to be more involved in the fandom and they weren't making money off of it. They were just hanging out with people. And that's kind of like the disturbing side of it. And I kind of got to that point and then I stopped because I just realized it wasn't healthy. I needed to, to keep up a job. I needed to uh, focus on school because I was just graduating high school around that time in November and October. Okay, yeah, that's. thank you for coming on my podcast. You're welcome. It was a pleasure.